What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, he was like, okay, like we're done with all the drilling. We just need to like put the cap on, um, which I like still didn't even register as that means that there's something there to put the cap on. <laughs> He's like, do you want to take a break to go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh my Stop. God. What is up, friends? Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, I hope. Overshare. <laughs> I'm Jocelyn with my girl Lils, uh, who's in her the comfort of her own home. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yep. Still, still here. Still, still here. Are you surprised? Are you surprised that we're still here? It's funny because I actually made a TikTok at the beginning of all of this <laughs> that was lip syncing to something that was like, what if they don't know how to fix it? What if they just like don't let us out? If they just like keep us in here forever. And now I'm like, that was supposed to be a joke. That was like prophetic. Are you like considering going to like mind reading school? Because I feel like it could be a good investment. You know, I mean, I have a lot of time. So (laughs) do you think we should jump into this episode? We should. Okay. So over it. What she said. All right. So as you guys know, we like to kick off every episode with something super positive Hashtag opposite day. Um, what are you over, Lils? Anything specific? Like, actually, we like to kick it off by uh, complaining. Um, should I just complain more about my neighbors? Because I, tr- I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like. I truly, I think everyone watching that has had a loud neighbor would or listening, watching, whatever. <laughs> um, that you'd agree if you just knew what they were doing, it. It feels like it wouldn't be as bad. Also, like, I have to point out, you have made a lot of content on your personal socials and on your YouTube channel <laughs> about these people. But do they know you have a company and a podcast? Because this could be a new frontier. Well, they do know that there is a video because <laughs> uh, the girl yelled at me and told me to make me or make another one about them. I was like, <gasps> that's so funny. Like, you know, I can't handle conflict. And that was like my worst nightmare. I'm like, they've seen it so what but, are um, what kind of weirdness are they up to now uh, that's 
I mean, they fight a lot and it sounds like she just like has temper tantrums that she like, you know how like a, like <laughs> I, I texted Lisa and told her it's like uh, when a little kid has a temper tantrum, they like stomp around <laughs> and they have like Arthur fists. And they're like, mm, I'm mad. <laughs> like that is genuinely what it sounds like. Cause I'm like, I, if it's that loud in here, it must be loud for them too. So uh, I just don't get it. And if it was like, for even 30 minutes, once a day, fine. It's all day. Like, of course, not right now when we're recording. Apparently, I should record all my things at 11 because what I'm over is that I've been, it's been very hard to be productive anyway during quarantine. That then I'll, and then on top of that, my face has been a disaster. So I'll spend hours getting ready. And then I sit down, I spend all this time setting up the shot. And then I go to record and it's literally like they're just throwing weights against the ground. I feel like they're to blame or credit for your nocturnal lifestyle. But now they're nocturnal too. So we all need to get on the same page about what lifestyle we're living. You know what I mean? I had to I had to tell my manager because I was waiting to film a sponsored video yesterday. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just like, I literally, I don't know what to do. They just won't stop making noise. And she's like, what do you think it is? Drugs? Yes. Oh my gosh. Ah, I was going to ask you, have you called the authorities yet? Honestly, no. And there's been a few times like domestic disturbance. Yes. Wise, they for sure. Maybe it's a cry for help. For who? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, I don't know. But that makes it. That's like another reason, though, that I don't want to go talk to them because they sound very aggressive. They sound very. Like, their feet sound very upset. Well, I just it, when they get in fights, they literally will scream at each other, and you hear things like crashing and breaking. And I try and go in my head, and I'm like, "When have you ever witnessed a fight where people are throwing shit?" Like, and not once in a while. It's like at least once a week. That sounds like a lot of cleanup, though. Think of all the things that have broken. I, I well, just, funny you I don't mentioned like that cleaning. because that's actually the loudest part of all of it is their vacuum. It sounds like a fucking Zamboni <laughs> at this point. I'm like, I don't understand how they don't have any pets. What are you vacuuming every day for like an hour? Also, the only reason I know what a Zamboni is, is thanks to the Mighty Ducks franchise, as well as Topic, <laughs> the best movies ever. Okay. Now that you just said that, it just sent me down an ice skating uh, nostalgia train. <laughs> and um, did you ever, probably not, I feel like you weren't a Disney Channel original movie person. Oh, you mean Decoms? Absolutely. You wrote all of my stories for me. I was like, what the hell is House Mom or whatever it was called, Smart House? I'm like, Willie, get in here and write this story. That's a good one. But um, yeah, a Genius was one where it's um, actually uh, Emmy Rossum, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Young Emmy Rossum. We should do an episode that's all about our favorite decoms. Uh, yes. I think that would be really great. And maybe we should have Lisa on because I know she's very opinionated about the wonderful world of Disney. She is. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, what are you over? Oh my gosh. Well, I had a realization last week and I'm just totally over Halloween. But let me unpack that a little bit. First Please, off, unpack it for let us. me unpack that for you. So I have really mixed feelings when it comes to Halloween because I feel as though if you are a person who celebrates Christmas and your ho- favorite holiday is anything other than Christmas, even though Santa is kind of creepy, I don't get it. 
Like when people are like, my favorite holiday is Halloween. I just love the day I can be a witch all day. I just, I don't, I don't connect. Do you know? Do you connect? I get people that like, like dressing up. Yeah. And, and like, I, I love scary movies, but like, I guess I'm watching those year round. round. Watch those year round. But here's the thing. I have a newfound relationship with Halloween because you also know that because I'm like a dog who always wants to just have a good time. You're a cat. I'm a dog, as people would know, um, as far as animal personality traits. I love any opportunity to celebrate. So I'm kind of devastated that the children of the world will not be able to go trick-or-treating this year. But however, how do we ever go trick-or-treating? It's so unsafe to begin with. Eating candy from strangers? Are you freaking kidding me? What were we thinking? I mean, it's, I feel like when you phrase it like candy from strangers. That's what it is. Yeah, but also it's like your neighbors. It's not like you're getting it from Obviously, like- your neighbors have serious problems. I don't want candy from them. Okay. Are you going trick or treating in apartment complexes? Possibly. Possibly this year. <laughs> um, we used to always go to like the fancy neighborhoods. So it's like, I don't think that they're doing <laughs> No. And I do remember when I was a kid, there's like a really fancy neighborhood by my wow. parents' house. People would give out like $5 bills and like king size Snickers. It was amazing. There's, there was one by us that you had to, you could do like a performance or something. And then they would give you like a king size, or which now sounds super creepy. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, wait, so was it just weird. a bunch of adults? Like, ooh, dance for it. Also, you and I as adults, um, when we worked at Clever, took such <laughs> a deep... Loose definition of that. <laughs> took such a deep dive into the Halloween community. I'll never forget the time that you and I were hired for $0 for one glorious night to become monsters at Not Scary Farm. And we got turned okay, in. You, you really, that was a very misleading way to frame that. <laughs> hired? As, no, no. For, for we filmed an episode of our show where they were nice enough to make us over into monsters. And then we scared people, but um, our, I was in such bad shape at the time. And it was so hard to breathe. It was exhausting. Well, we were also pig people. We had on full pig prosthetic faces. We looked so terrifying. That was when I was still talking to the Canadian. <laughs> and it was like, I feel like at like the peak of our like, we would talk like every single day on WhatsApp, of course. Yes. Because um, he's Canadian. The Canadian is a guy that Lily had like a pseudo relationship <laughs> love affair with for a while, by uh, the way. Strictly texting. It was textual. He, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I just remember we're sending him pictures of that. And I'm like, really? But here's the thing, again, because I am someone who loves to celebrate anything and everything. The people who looked forward to working at Not Scary Farm every year, by the way, I have to point out, all the people who work at Not Scary Farm have day jobs. So they that, stay up all night long during the Halloween season. People for sure. During the Halloween season, they do double headers every single day so that they can dress as pig people and scare people at not scary farm and it brings them so much joy you have no idea what, well, what are the those audition people? process yes audition is was rigorous. apparently quite rigorous and they had to come with all their like backstory and all this <laughs> they prepare apparently year-round for this and it's not just like actors it's like 
No, no, they're. I work at a bank. I work at Chase Bank, and I want to be a pig person. That's like I don't know what the correct title is, but it's like scarers. Yeah, like that is what they want to do all year round. Oh yeah, and that's like the top level because there's multiple tiers of people working at Not Scary Farm, and if you get to be one of the scary people, you're like top of the line. Like you are killing. She doesn't know that. She's making that up. I'm not, but it seems like it would make sense. So what I'm getting at to the main part of the episode over Halloween and the fact that it's canceled. I feel sorry for the children of America. And whoever else celebrates that holiday, but I'm also kind of happy about it. Let's get to our caller because now we are taking calls from you guys. We want to hear from you. So be sure to call us. We'll give you the number at the end of this segment and let us know what you're over in three minutes or less. Let's hear the call. Hi, this is Clay calling. You guys may know me as one of the biggest fans of Clever and Overshared. So I thought I would share a little something about something that I'm over, and it is something that I uh, I can't I can't I just I just can't get out of my head. It's when guys when they try to get a girl's attention, and they have to throw in some a word or two describing you know a woman's body part to them. I mean I've seen that multiple times, and I I just can't get over that. Like, why do you have to throw in, like, a word or, um, or, or throw in some kind of, some kind of motion, you know, trying to signal, trying to signal her to, you know, come to where you are. And, uh, it just bothers me. Like, if you want to get a girl's attention, approach her with class and, you know, be yourself. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to change or anything. Just, you know, you're, your best self is authentic, and um, you know, I I just I just hate when guys don't you know show class towards a woman like you know, and, it, and it's not just you know trying to get their attention by calling them. It's like you know not like not holding a door for them, or you know just um, uh, it just it just it just bothers me. And you know what I. Uh, and side note, side note, I love, I love Overshared. I love the, I love the podcast. Great job, Lillian Jocelyn. And uh, congratulations on all you've accomplished from the beginning on to now. Clay Bryce, literally oh, more, su- legend. more supportive than anyone else in my life. He, when he says he's been there since the beginning. Truly. He has been with us since Dana and I were on Clever TV talking about Twilight and baby Justin Bieber. Like, so it was like probably calling the phone number that you guys had back then. Oh yeah. One time we were at a dinner party. Do you remember this? And we got a little tipsy and we freaking called him on the phone. I don't know what we were thinking. No, we sent videos. Oh, we did. Oh, well, that's what I, that's how much wine I had. I thought we called him (laughs) making videos. Okay. So Lil, I love what Clay had to say. He is such a sweet lad. What is your response to what he's saying? Because I mean, I agree. (laughs) Same. I think it's fantastic. I think showing respect, not even just men to women, but just humans in general is what we all need a little more of. You know what I mean? Which, speaking of, he mentioned, like, opening the door for people. Have you ever opened the door for someone? And, d- and Don't say anything. Don't say thank you. They just, like, acted like you were the doorman. <laughs> and I'm like, actually, I waited here an extra 30 seconds just 
to keep this open for you. What <laughs> you're just not gonna acknowledge me. I, I don't even get a like a half smile. No, I have or the people that just don't open the door for you at all. I've literally just let it close. Especially when we used to both live and work in Beverly Hills. I I know there are a lot of lovely people in the BH. I know that. But I have never experienced more rudeness just when it comes to manners <laughs> as I have living there. And with this kind oh, of stuff. Say, but I haven't experienced. Oh. I've experienced a lot of it. I got to the point to where at the old building we used to work at in Beverly Hills, so frequently I would hold the door for people and they wouldn't say thank you that I would just say, you're welcome, <laughs> like a crazy person. Anyways, Clay, we love you. And if you guys want to call in and share something you're over, we highly encourage it. Please call us at 562-661-8729. Let's take a break real quick and we'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well, do you want to kick us off? Oh, well, I don't even know how to begin this one. Um, I, I like didn't even know what we were doing. And I'm like, what's today's episode? It's just like surgical procedures. <laughs> well, Lil, oh. the last time that you and I did a solo episode together, we were talking about, I think, relationships and stunted relationships due to the COVID <laughs> quarantine. And now we're on to surgery. And we, we started like kind of dabbling and jumping into, I don't remember why, some of our dental and surgical procedures, which there's a lot oh, of crossover yes, there yes. for you and I. And I think, you know, we have so many combined experiences that we thought, what the hell? Let's turn this into an episode. <sighs> so Lily, oh, before we kick us off, I, I think because you are a very positive person, um, I, I believe that. Okay. The, Our producer is laughing too right now. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know that you have had like a lot of surgeries. I would also say like, I think what comes out of my mouth is not necessarily positive. Like I'm making jokes that are usually negative, but I would say as a person, I'm relatively You're positive. very positive because think of all the surgeries you've had and then immediately gone to Cancun. Like you're just like still living your life, you know? I don't know if that was as much, um, <laughs> I think that was more just irresponsible, <laughs> but, um, I, that's, so basically I didn't really have any surgeries ever. And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh wow, your life is fucked. <laughs> so I had, I think it was started with my tonsils. 
which everyone's like, oh my God, you get to eat ice cream. No, no, I literally would not recommend unless you are literally getting strep throat all the time, which I got it four times in a semester. So it was like, I, and that was actual like diagnosed strep throat that they were giving me antibiotics for four times. Otherwise, I think every other weekend I was sick. It got to the point that I couldn't make plans because it was like, mm, I'm probably going to be in my bedtime. Also, do you remember, and this is before you knew Dana, but I know you guys have discussed this, Dana Ward, who's been on our podcast, her tonsils, they didn't take them out properly and they grew back. Well, okay. yeah, so that you you can get your tonsils out and then there's your adenoids, mm. which I don't n- know what all the difference is, but it's like, that's like a secondary thing on that not everyone gets taken out. I think I got, like, they scooped everything out of mine. Hers, I guess they claimed they got it and they didn't which i don't i i don't think they can like grow back but maybe if you i don't know if it's even like how like cancer if you don't, don't get know. it all then it keeps spreading i, I would be the but, wrong um, person to answer that yeah question. i'm like we're really not uh up to date on our anatomy <laughs> but uh yeah so then that was horrible and it was like two weeks you can't eat solid food um and I always describe it to everyone as talk about this is an overshare uh, TMI that like if you get a scab on your elbow um, and it formed when it was straight, but oh. then you bend your elbow and it like then it stretches and it's all dry and awful. Imagine that in your throat. Wow. So it's like as soon as any scab forms, your throat's always moving. Wait, so are, is, is your throat bleeding and stuff? So that's the it's. Oh God, poor Jessica Burgo. Oh, Jessica Burgo, she, another friend of ours who she was our one of our old coworkers. Her husband was getting his out, and I remember telling her that one, it's terrible. So like, get ready for him to have the worst couple weeks of his life. But then I told her like, also there's like some things you have to be careful of that they like make sound really scary. I mean, it is all really scary, but they kind of like toss these in at the end right before you get the surgery that they're like. Oh, or like right before you leave, they're like, by the way, um, if you throw up or anything, you might rip your stitches and then you don't know because it's in your throat and it's bleeding backwards. Like it's your, and you can bleed out and die because, and not even realize that it's happening because you're swallowing your own blood. Oh, and I'm like, oh, that's terrifying. So obviously I was fine, but, um, I told Jessica Berger this before her husband got it done just to like give her a heads up. Uh, it was like that and a few other things. Literally, her husband, everything that could go wrong, did go wrong. <gasps> Stop, that like, happened almost, to him? He he almost died. Oh he my literally gosh. Died. I think it was like if she didn't bring him back to the hospital at one point that he would have. That's but it's terrifying. The, the throwing up is awful because it's just like your whole... Th- oh. It's, it's terrible. So, um, that was the one that kicked us off. Uh, that was soft, sophomore year of college, college, I think. And that was, um, I got it done at home, but I just remember it was so, I lost so much weight because I can't eat food for two weeks. Food commercials were just killing. Specifically, there was one that was for paper plates and it was to show like how strong these paper plates, the fact that I still remember it. It was like to show how strong these paper plates are and it would have someone holding it and it would be dropping food on it. It was like a steak, an ear of corn, <laughs> mashed potatoes. And I'm literally like, <sighs> like drooling watching. But uh, then very quickly after I got, 
my bunion. Oh, bunion surgery. Such an underrated issue. Such such a niche community. Um, I have bunions, other friends with bunions like, too. Well, it's people either like, are like, oh, I know someone with one or they're like, oh, bunions. Are you like an old lady? <laughs> I'm like, it's not, I feel like people think it's like a, like a, like it's like, like a, a fungus like or, or something. Yes. Literally the bone in your foot is like, gets bent. Like if, if you're watching, I'm showing on my, on my hand, it's like, this is your big toe. It'll like literally like go in, like, I guess what my second toe would overlap on top. Like it would sit on top of my um, big toe. So, and then the bone kind of like sticks out. So I got this surgery and they didn't give me crutches or anything afterwards. It was like, they gave me like a little, like not even a full boot. It was like a shoe. And I remember I was home for winter break when I got it done, but then I went back to school and I had to walk to work that was on campus. And it was like more than I made in a day to park. So I had to walk. And I just remember it was like, it, I don't think it ever really healed correctly. And it was when we went to my chiropractor. <gasps> oh uh, my gosh. This was something I got to witness. And I thought your chiropractor was going to kill you. Like I was well, like, this guy not to mention, is going to kill you. He basically was like, wait, you got bunion surgery? Why? Like, that's not something you get surgery for. And I'm like, well, uh, what do you do? I to differ. <laughs> uh, he literally like loosened up a bunch of stuff in my ankle and then just like yanked oh. my guys, my toe had not been able to bend because then it didn't heal properly. My toe had not been able to bend like just normally since I got that done and he fixed it. Yeah. But also at what expense? Okay. Actually, I'm sure your life is much better now, but when he did that to you, I thought he was going to physically rip your foot off of your body. That's what it looked like. And I'm not exaggerating. It was traumatic. (laughs) It was like a, like a multiple day thing that led up to it too. It was like, he had to like loosen things up. And he was like, are you ready? And then he was like, (sighs) just like yank your toe out, right? Like the top part of your foot. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. then very quickly after that, I think I got my wisdom teeth out, yep, um, which that's not that intense, but, um, and then, uh, literally the same year I got my appendix out, which I have a full story time on my uh, YouTube channel. If you want to go listen, I got my uh, appendix out and then I went to Cabo a week later for spring break. That's a lot of surgeries in a very short time period in a year. That's four surgeries in one year. And then that doesn't even include I the d- other dental stuff isn't surgeries. Yeah. That's just like I've had when people are like, I've never had a cavity. I'm like, I've had 75. What? I've literally if you look at my like x-rays, there are more <laughs> fillings than there are normal teeth. And that is actually I think the dentalness of it all is what got us started on this topic. Because between you and I, we have had every pretty much besides veneers, we've had every single dental procedure known to man was it even it was probably the segue was probably that you were like the best friend ever because I I was like sitting editing I remember vividly I was sitting in my old apartment in my room and I had ordered McDonald's (laughs) and I took a bite and it was like my I had a spot and like one of my back teeth that had been bothering me for like a couple weeks but it was only like if I was eating something like cold or something (laughs) like super sweet and then it got like caught it'd be like if I was eating candy and then it got caught in it then it would like kind of sting oh Mm -hmm. I don't even know how I would describe it but it was like very far and few between so I like wasn't I knew I had to go to the dentist but I wasn't concerned that it was about to be like an emergency 
Until it oh is an emergency. God. Until it yeah. was an emergency. I took a bite of my hamburger and it was like, I just bit on a rock and I literally like spit the food back out. And then it was like, just, I didn't even know how to describe just shooting pain through my entire skull. And to the point that I got in the fetal position because I literally, it was like just this intense pain that you can't make go away. And like, I've been dealing with chronic back pain for two years. I've never, never felt something like this because there's no relief you no. can get. There's nothing you can do. I've to actually make it heard from a lot of dentists and doctors that there is like a lot of correlation between the experience of having a baby and certain types of dental pain because it's all encompassing your entire body. My dad even said, and he's broken like every bone you could ever imagine because he's like, just, he was like a very irresponsible teenager, like jumping off of roofs and things. He said, root canal, worst pain of his life, breaking his shoulder, his arms, whatever, doesn't compare whatsoever. Well, and I had gotten a root canal before, but it wasn't an emergency root canal. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I, so basically I'm in the fetal position on the ground. And I think I was like, even just trying to like do anything, like hold, hold or like put pressure on something or like, cause it's just like, you can't get it to stop. Cause it like your foot hurts, d- get off your foot. If your back hurts, lay down. No, there's literally, it just never stops. So I'm texting Jocelyn like words because I can't even make full sentences. And I basically, it was the day before the 4th of July. So everyone was out of town and all of the offices had closed early to let their employees like go barbecue with their families. I didn't know what to do. And I'm texting Jocelyn, like, I just, I don't even, I'm dying. We were trying to like, I don't know what to do. We were trying to like DM like Instagram dentists, people who want to be like Instagram famous to be like, Hey, we're having an emergency. And a dentist that we had worked with on beauty trip in a show we worked on who had whitened my teeth. (laughs) was the only person to respond. What was his name? I want to give him a shout out. He's freaking awesome. Because he helped us and he was in Hawaii with his family on vacation. Yeah, he was literally on vacation with his family and he was like on the beach. And he's like, uh, I can't help you, but uh, I think I can. And he literally like got on the phone, called in a favor and he like got me. He's like, if you go right now, you can head over to this guy's office. And we went in and it was literally... First of all, Jocelyn picks me up and I'm still in the fetal position in her car, literally just sobbing, like don't know what to do. And she's like, being Jocelyn, like, oh, you're okay. Oh, like, I'm fine. And all of a sudden she said something about like Chris's parents. And I was like, wait, <laughs> you look cute. What were you doing? She's literally like dressed in this like nice little sundress and like has her makeup all done. And I'm like, like why did what did you just leave to come get me to then bring me to the dentist and she's like this is not like they hadn't they've been dating a while but this is like a while ago like two or three years ago I think at least so like it was relatively fresh in the relationship she's like oh I was just like you know going to Chris's parents house for dinner I'm like great Cool. So I both no, it ended up working out perfectly. But the reason I felt so bad for you, well, I felt bad for you no matter what, is I've had the exact same experience that you had had. And it's you, not well, and cool. didn't you end up going to the hospital? Yes. So, well, so basically, it, same they, they, that's, they drop, she basically was my Uber, drops me off at the dentist, just like, okay, I'm, can I go to, I have to go <laughs> to dinner go. now? Uh, but they, um, there's gen, like, you could take, I, even if you got painkillers, it's 
like that's not the kind of pain that painkillers fix almost. So um, basically the only thing that'll do like fix it is if they can kill the nerve that is the reason it hurts. So I remember I'm in there sobbing. He literally put one shot in my gum and I think we finished the procedure like a couple days later because it was the day before 4th of July. That he literally was like, okay. And it went from me being sobbing to like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm good. Yeah, because they drill, the, the root is like the nerve. That's what's causing the pain. And they just drill it out. They just get rid of it completely. So, yeah, like, so if you can't though, go to a, like if people are like, oh, go to urgent care. They can't do anything at urgent no. care. They're not dentists. No. So what? So my story is literally very similar to Lily's. Um, I was living with my sister in what we called the hovel because it was like the <laughs> grossest apartment of all time. And also as a backstory, like people always comment on, which is very kind. Thank you. Please keep the kind compliments coming. People are always like, you have a beautiful smile. You have, you know, your, your teeth are so straight and they're so white and whatever. And I've worn braces and I've done Invisalign and whatever. I have genetically terrible teeth. Okay. I follow all the rules. I floss, I brush, I get my teeth cleaned, all the things. And I still I get cavities and I'm so frustrated about it. And my dentist was like, oh, it's totally genetic. Some people are just predisposed to terrible teeth. And that is you. That you have soft teeth. Yeah, I have bad teeth. So, I mean, I've had every procedure you could ever imagine. And, and as well, I've had braces and Invisalign, both. And um, I asked my dentist recently, like in the last two years, should I just get veneers? And he was so angry. He's like, never say that to me again. I never want to hear you say that. I guess because like once you do veneers, there's no turning back. It's like, you know, anyways, that's neither here nor there. So this is my experience was probably like over five years ago. I was living with my sister, definitely over five years ago. Um, and I was home alone and it was like a Friday night or something. And I was eating some dried mango. Okay. You always remember. What I always you were remember. And dried mango basically is candy. It's like all sugar. And I took a bite of it and it was as and very chewy. It was as though the world stopped. Okay. Yeah. The the room started spinning. I was sitting on my couch physically drooling because I couldn't control it. I was just like, like, I didn't know what to do. My sister wasn't home. It was like 10 PM. So I did what any crazy person would do. And I drove to the emergency room, not urgent care. I went to the hospital emergency room. Okay. It's that level of pain. pain. Like, I don't know what, like, it's to the point that I think if depending on how bad it was or what tooth it was, like you could go into shock. I think if you just let it. Yes. It's like you could feel eventually like endorphins releasing your body, like to try Mm. to save you or something. So I texted my sister. I was like, I'm going to the ER. And she's like, what? This is escalating very quickly. So she met me at the ER. And also, by the way, this is in Downey, which is where we grew up. And I was a candy striper for five years when I was in, or four years in high school in the emergency room. So like some of these doctors kind of recognized me, knew me. They were like, why does she look familiar? And here's the weird thing I did not know. I guess it's very common for people who are addicted to prescription medication to come into emergency rooms with with toothaches because it's something you can't see or diagnose as a doctor. It's more a dental issue to try to get medicine. So it was like really awkward. It was, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, oh great. Now I'm like giving away trade secrets, but so oh, got it. I was sitting there and I was like, you guys, you know me, 
I am a good girl. I'm not addicted to whatever the stuff is. I just need some help. I'm like, can you shoot a syringe in there? Can you take my tooth out? What can you do? And they're like, we can't do dental procedures. Like, that's not our thing. All we can do is give you meds. And so they did. And it did definitely dull the pain. And the next day I had a, a root canal, but my dentist was like, Jocelyn, this is so bad. Like I can see how much pain you must've been in. Why did you not call me last night? We do emergency procedures. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Are there emergency d- dentists? Yeah. Cause I, I feel like that's such a, yes. like you don't even think about it until you, you don't it. think about it until you're in like literally the fetal position on your couch or on your floor. But my dentist specifically, if you call in, um, on the voicemail, they have like an emergency line so that one of their dentists oh, is yeah. always on call for, and it happens so infrequently, but let me tell you, if I ever have a similar situation, I'm calling that emergency hotline. I mean, I've had root canals. I've had like crowns. I've had a million cavities, bridges. Uh, like, I don't know. You could name it. I've had it. Like my this, teeth are a mess. Sun's fake. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just, it looks so authentic. <laughs> I like, I want this one. I want to replace that one too. That's a uh, veneer after. Oh, that's actually funny. I didn't know what a root canal really was by definition. Yes. And I got, this was, this was in high school, like junior year probably. And I remember the tooth that was there was like kind of grayish. So I'd gone to the dentist and they were like, uh, this tooth is like dead. So we're going to yeah, get rid of cover it. it up. Plot twist, uh, root canals, they literally shit like on, it's different when it's your molar and when it's your front tooth. So with a molar, they like go in the middle of it is like, yeah, they're going in the middle and digging out the root. That's they can't do that with the front tooth. Oh, did you God, have like a guys. spike? Were you like a vampire? So, so I didn't know they shave away the majority of your tooth. And that's why <laughs> veneers are uh, like, yeah. you have to keep redoing them or it, or you're screwed <laughs> because they shave down your teeth and then put these like kind of caps on top. I don't know why I just like never asked any questions. And after he like finishes all the drilling, which honestly, I feel like those procedures aren't that bad because they numb you enough that you're like right. you're not supposed to feel no. it. If anything, I think it makes your jaw hurt from like holding, yeah, holding while, it open. Uh, he was like, okay, like we're done with all of the drilling. We just need to like put the cap on, um, which I like still didn't even register as that means that there's something there to put the cap on. <laughs> He's like, do you want to take a break and go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh my Stop. God. Imagine not knowing what a root canal was and then going into the bathroom <laughs> and looking in the mirror and seeing that you have a fucking like a monster tooth, little just spike where your tooth was. And I'm like, oh, I can't know yet. I'm sitting there. And he goes, you looked in the mirror. Too. <laughs> yeah, that is so like, funny. No, don't worry. We'll cover that. That is hilarious. That is so funny. But it's terrified looking. Yeah, but dental procedures are no joke. The only real surgery I've ever had was I had impacted wisdom teeth, which of course, yet again, when it comes to teeth, it's the worst kind of like situation you can have. All of mine were like up here. So they had to like, sur- I had to like have real anesthesia and like all that stuff. Um, but when I woke up, me and my sister were home on, on holiday break from college. And my mom's like, let's just get all of this done at the same time so I could take care of you. My sister, oh, my sister woke up like crying, like throwing up. And I woke up like I was like 
wasted. I was like high-fiving all the nurses. I was like dancing my way out. I was like, you guys have a great day. You look great. Like leaving. And I mean, it was actually a fairly easy recovery, but that's, thank goodness, my only surgery. I I don't want to have any surgeries. I'm good without them. Wait, also, I feel like I didn't react that weird to, and in general, I don't react that weird to anesthesia. Like I wake Some up people and I'm pretty- freak out. Well, I, you seem like David after the dentist, yes. right? Yes, I so love like, it. it. I feel like that you're the kind of person that would be like saying the weirdest stuff and everyone's like, what's going on? Because you're so not used to like- The feeling of- Having yes. your brain being out of control. I remember getting some, probably my wisdom teeth, that they, I don't think they fully put me out, but um, they just like turned up, they put the mask on, like turn up the laughing gas. That they had to turn it up, like really, they're like, really? You're still, you're still not- still with us and I'm like, yeah <laughs> and I feel like I'm just drugs and general don't affect like, you. I need, you more, need like, more yeah you need more I need less <laughs> I need a lot up. less I'm the girl who like if I take a melatonin which is natural or I take NyQuil <laughs> see you next week see you're, you next you're the week person that's like oh I had a glass of wine can I have an Advil and I'm like, I don't think that's what? a good idea that's like I don't even, the fact that people think about whether that's okay, I'm like, oh, <laughs> are you not supposed to do that? No, probably a good idea to always do your research when it comes to anything medical. For the record, on this episode, we do not endorse any medical procedures unless you talk to a doctor or a dentist because we are not professionals. So just do what's good for you is what I'm getting at. But I think I'm done with surgeries. I feel good about being done with them. I hope you're done with them. Um, unless it's elective I mean, and you're into it, go for it. People have asked if I'll get back surgery. And honestly, do it's it. not even really been given as That's an option. That's good. Back surgery, I feel like, is like such a slippery slope. I either hear... I feel like most people, they get it. It hasn't gone I either well. hear that it's like miraculous and amazing or like, oh my gosh, I can't walk. Like, I have not heard any middle of the road experiences. So same which i doesn't sound good to have a middle of the road back that's true actually um anyways i feel like this was just such a fun walk down memory lane for us i also hope that we're done with dental procedures and we're going to link to the dentist that we don't recall his name my mom doesn't listen to this (laughs) um she's like time to nag have you gotten to the dentist yet i'm like you're like, no, I haven't gone anywhere. I don't know what gives me more anxiety, making the dentist appointment or going. Oh, to the gosh. Dentist. And we could do a whole episode. I feel like we should do episodes on things like pap smears, mammograms, because here's the thing. If you go on WebMD and you read about any of this stuff, it is like, you oh, my cancer. gosh. Always, always, always. And when I had my first mammogram, I had to start young because I have like a strong family history. Um... I was like reading online and I was like, so basically I'm going to potentially be smashed in half as a human being, which kind of is what it is actually. When do you start getting them? So I'm like, you're 30. So like, I think most doctors don't recommend that you start getting them until like at the youngest 35. I think I got my first one when I was like 33 or 34. But again, that's just because I just recommend that 
regardless, keep up with your, well, you should keep up with your normal doctor's appointments because my doctor, like my gyno or my normal just doctor, um, recommended that I start going for mammograms and like some other tests just because of like my body density and also my family history. Also, by the way, this episode is going up probably in October. So it's breast cancer awareness month. So I just recommend that you go to the doctor and get a checkup and then they'll tell you what to do. Um, and then also if your doctor tells you like, oh, you only need to do this every now and then don't listen to them and force them to do whatever you want them to do. Because if your doctor is like, oh, we only do pap smears once every five years now. No, 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 you don't. You do it every year. Get your, get all the things checked out. It's horrifying. I get it. It's never fun to have someone scraping around inside of your vagina with some sort of tool. I get that. Been there, done that. But it's good to know what's up with you. That's what I'm saying. So the more you know. I, I have a question yes. though. Back, back yeah. to the mammogram. So I remember I had gone with my mom. Oh gosh. When yeah. So I was you've little. seen it. So I like, i familiar and knew what it was. But my mom always had big enough boobs Girl. that that was yeah, like. No. So, ha- okay. How did you. So here's the situation. So I'll kind of try to show you like what it looks like in the video version of this. But if not, I'm sure you can find a YouTube video. So like basically what it is, is you put your your boobs each individually inside of this machine that like smashes them down um, vertically and horizontally. I I think of it almost like like a like in a like a junkyard that that crushes crushing. And so it's got your boy in there and they're (laughs) smashing it. And then they take a bunch of pictures to make sure nothing weird is going on. Right. Um, So most I guess I don't know. I don't know what most older women's (laughs) boys are like. Um, They're bigger. I have very, very petite boobs. Basically, like an A. As I'm sitting here, like grabbing mine. Maybe a B cup if I'm really trying to lie to people. So I'm not going to (laughs) lie. When I have to go get mammograms, I have to put physically my my whole body is in the machine, and I think they kind of feel sorry for me the the people doing the 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 procedure because I'm too small. My boobs are too small, so it's like I have to put my whole basically my whole upper body in the machine. And I'm like, and then they'll be like, okay, now we're going to smash it. Whatever you do, don't breathe. And I'm like, like, cause I guess breathing affects the pictures or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Or my boy would pop right out. Cause it's so little, it's barely in there. But, but that's, I, I think of like, even just like the, like, uh, TMI, the, the like shape of your, like, I don't, how yeah. even no, and they, to, like you know how I don't when, know how there's nothing to <laughs> you know how when people and maybe you haven't seen this when they talk about like breastfeeding and they're like you grab your boy like a hamburger and you just shove it in their mouth I was like <laughs> mine is barely a chicken nugget barely it's got to get filled up with some stuff I mean I have nowhere to go but bigger from here I can't imagine them getting tinier um but the one thing I will add as a 30 year old 38 year old woman my skin has begun to lose elasticity, which means at least they're yeah. a little more mobile. Before they used to just like bolted onto my body. And like I had never even experienced what it felt like to have them bounce. I, I kind of experienced that a little now. A little bit. So anyways. <laughs> I know you said have 
them bounced like as if there's another person. But you know how like, like, oh. like women with larger breasts, they'll be like, I gotta wear two sports bras for my jumping jacks. And I was like Like you didn't understand what like why people were like, Oh, you can run no. without a bra. You're like, Yeah, no, you I'm can. just over here wearing like a literal t-shirt with nothing over it. And I'm like, nothing's happening, you know? So um, so yeah, it does make the mammogram thing a little more um challenging, but it's not as bad as people say it is. Absolutely not. Chris just walked in the door and he really missed the best part of this conversation. We were talking about uh, small blips. Oh. oh, he says, yes. What, what is that word that you're using You know, using Laura, Laura Clary, if you don't follow her on Instagram, oh, she is yeah. absolutely hysterical. And I think she is really a pioneer leading the charge of normalizing breastfeeding. And she talks about her boibs all the time. So I call him boibs now too, in solidarity with her. In high school, my friend always just called him boibs. Um, but Lil, if you ever want me to go with you to have your boibs checked, I will gladly go with you. Just <laughs> And Melissa, our producer, you too. Same goes for you. <laughs> um, anywho, um, what do you say we move into uh, the last part of the show? So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. Ah, oh, this is my favorite part. Lil, what brought you joy this week? Oh, not, not a whole lot, to be honest. Honesty is the best policy. Nothing, nothing brought you joy this week? I'm kind of trying to think of like what happened this like what's today? It's, it's Thursday. Thursday. What did I do? I mean, this you week? look beautiful. Have you looked in the mirror at your own face? That could bring you joy. Yeah, that does not bring me joy because you can't see in the, I don't, I don't know how this camera is very forgiving, um, but my skin is still a disaster and I just keep picking it. But what um, about all your pancake making? That's brought me personal joy. I, I'll confess what? something. I, obviously I, I've really been making them, eating them, but I, I noticed it was like one day where Instagram, you know, is all so over the all place over now. The place. Like I'll post one picture and it gets like, 4,000 likes, but then I'll post one. It gets so weird. I don't get it either. Okay. So my stories are always pretty consistent though. And consistently much lower than they used to be. And I think now I average like, and I don't post that much also, which is, I figured that that was contributing to it because I'm not consistent. I'd say like maybe 25,000. That's good. I think that's good. 20. But then one day I opened after posting a picture of French toast. And it was like, I think I did a poll of like, should I make French toast or pancakes? You guys, in two hours, it already had 20,000 views. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? My French toast picture was viewed almost 100,000 times. And I was like, that's your brand. What's that is happening? your brand. So then you'll notice after that, I've been posting an excessive amount because I do eat a lot of French What's toast. What's the engagement been I feel like? Like, like late night, like yeah. 2 a.m. I always want something sweet and that's like an easy thing to make. Um, and the engagement hasn't been as high as it was then, but it has been pretty consistently higher. I think it's adding any kind of like poll or engagement but I, thing. I, I, I but think um, I should post a pancake and see if it's just that Instagram loves pancakes. Well, that's, I was like, is it food? Is it like, what's going on? So basically, um, I think I've, I've talked about for a while. I want to do a show where it's like, um, a high 
I, I wouldn't even say cook a high More cooking like a high show. More like a high show. Yeah, because some of it is cooking maybe, but some of it could just be like putting a few things together. But basically I want to like have each episode be me get high and then Lisa takes me to the grocery store and then I buy whatever I decide sounds good. And I love it. that idea. I think you should do it. And it could go either really well or really I actually or really love bad. that. You should but, do that. Um, I endorse. I need a name for it. So guys, if you have any suggestions, tweet them. Oh gosh, I'll think about that. That literally didn't even, that was not, sh- that was not, a thing that brought me joy Why this not? week, but you know, oh, it was last what? week. Okay, I, mean, I get it. I mean, it okay, like fine. I okay, fine. That's very. I I didn't follow the rules of our own <laughs> segment, but um. Anyway, uh oh. Okay, so it's me. It's my turn. Well, I can't even freaking believe this. But I got a phone call yesterday as we're filming this. Today is October 1st. Yesterday on September 30th, I got a phone call from our friend Brianna Noland, who we know from Clever originally, but who mm-hmm. is like a very successful wedding and event planner. She planned Chris and my our wedding. She called me yesterday to be like, oh my gosh, just wanted to call. I was thinking about you guys today, one year ago. It's when we were all flying out to Arizona to Scottsdale to like start getting ready for your wedding. Our anniversary, our one year anniversary is like in four days. <laughs> so that brought me joy because your wedding was, yeah, it was October 5th. Isn't that crazy? Literally gun to my head. I would have told you that you got married September, in like August, February. February. <laughs> exactly. It has literally been <laughs> the weirdest year ever. And what? Oh, that was such it a was fun so fun. Also, <laughs> I still have. I saved all the Instagram story, especially you. The next day when you were like passed out in your swimsuit, like you really had the best time ever. That was such a fun wedding. <laughs> I yeah because oh, I God. I got was... the bartenders. I think a case of Coors Light <laughs> to be like, oh, this is just for one person. Like, just I, I we got some other fancy beers. She, she like gave it almost as yeah. like a joke. She's like, oh, ha, like someone and will then be suddenly it was gone. Uh, hmm, a lot of people ask for those. Everyone they likes really Coors do. Light. They just That's don't want to admit it. We had all sorts of artisanal crap, like fancy beers and whatever. Um, but what brought me joy was thinking about this before we got married. A lot of haters or just people in general were like, oh, first off, don't get married. Oh, second off. Um, and I also I agree. Just don't get married to the wrong person. Like just if it, that it's either the wrong person or don't get married, don't get married. Well, it's don't get married. To no, get married. but a lot of people do. Let me tell you. The other thing that that people would tell us is like first year of marriage. Get ready. Worst year of your life. Worst year of your life. So here's what I want to say. 2020 has been a very strange year. And I think in the scheme of our global history, perhaps one of the worst years. But however, I can go on the record and say it's absolutely not the worst year of my life. And I would say that being married has improved my life. So so that, that brings brought me joy. a lot of joy being like, oh, my gosh, it wasn't the worst year of my life. It was like it was oh, great. Crap. I, I want to read something, but it's on my phone. I do have something that brought me some joy that you would enjoy. I uh, matched with a guy on Hinge yes. yesterday. And? And he, uh, he, I guess he matched with me a couple months ago. And then I just saw it. Finally, it opened it for the first time in a while. And was like, mm, I guess I should probably interact with humans. But uh, he, he's like, wow, kept me sitting there for two months. Um, 
like something, I don't know, something stupid, but there was like, uh, but I have to admit, or I have to confess. Oh gosh. What? I'm like, well, I'm like, the last time this happened, it was someone being like, Oh, I actually live in London or something. And I changed the location oh, because right. I was bored. So I was expecting like Weird, something just like that. stupid that was going to be like, okay, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. Bye. Um, no, no, it was, he was, uh, I would feel insincere, um, meeting up for a date without telling you first <laughs> that I'm super fucking creepy and saw your full name and looked on Instagram and was like, oh my God, she, uh, like she has a lot of followers. What does she do? And it's like two YouTube star. Cool. Uh, I wanna... Wait, though. So what did he watch, though? That's what I want to know. Please tell me. He goes, Lily, I appreciate that you let me sit here waiting for two months. Also, I have a confession. And I was like, ah, whoops. Oh, gosh. Okay, what? let's hear it. He goes, okay, so I feel insincere going into a date without admitting to this. I'm a total fucking creeper and saw you listed your full name. So dot, dot, dot. One, went on Instagram and found you. Lots of followers. Cool. What's she famous for? Two, YouTube star. Nice. Let's switch over to YouTube. Three, no pants story, dot, dot, dot. Four, I'm in love. Wait, what was the no pants story? Why don't I recall what that is? It's it's like the most random, it's like not even that good of a story. It's just super random of me getting super fucked up at the Miley Cyrus concert and waking up (laughs) at like not having pants, keys, phone, any huge disaster. But it's like me, like biggest hot mess story ever. And that he's like, I'm in love. Oh my gosh. So when are you guys going on a date or doing a FaceTime date or whatever people do? Well, sorry, that was like, oh, okay. Well, not what I was expecting. If but, you love um, me at my low, you're going to really love me at my high. I was like, <laughs> well, that really rips the bandaid off the what do you do question. <laughs> um, I don't know. He asked for my number, but he hasn't texted me. So we'll see. Ooh, he's playing hard to get now. I see how it is. Interesting. Oh. Go do some goggling of him. Ah, goggling. I... I gotta stop. What are you saying? I don't know. (gasps) Anyways, um, wow, this has been a really great episode. I feel like we went on a journey and I feel like I blacked out and I don't even know what we talked about, but I'm sure that means that it's a great episode. So again, shout out to all of you guys for supporting us and following us all of these years, just like Clay Bryce. But if you want to be on an episode of this show, reminder, the phone number is 562-661-8729. Call us and let us know what you're over in three minutes or less. Do you have anything to add? Nope. That's it for today. Thank you for listening or watching. Or both. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.